Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, it's Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels Spam Week. This is episode 238, and today we're going to talk about the novelty game, how everyone loves novel things, right? New things kind of pique our interest, and what can we learn about the novelty that may come from spam, and how can we apply that to executive presence? So it really gets your attention when you see something, when that email comes in that isn't done the same way. And that can actually be pretty hard to do because sometimes you feel like people are all operating, you know, off the same best practices script um, based on things that have kind of worked in the past. Uh, and after a while, you can kind of sense that and you tune it out. Um, you can see this in public speaking as well, too, where there may be some way of starting a speech. You know, you see this a lot where, you know, one person, I don't know who the first person was to do this, will, you know, start out and they'll lower their voice and say, I have a confession. And then everyone will be like, oh, it's a confession. And, you know, they'll get drawn in and then the, the speech will get started off with a kick. But then after you see that the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth time, after a while, it, you just starts, it starts to feel not novel anymore and it loses some of its impact. It loses some of its effectiveness. Now, we can use this concept of novelty uh, to get people's attention and also sometimes to influence people and uh, get things that perhaps we wouldn't have gotten otherwise if we ask in a new and different way. So I'm going to use an example, um, not business related, just something everyone can relate to, regardless of what your profession is, which is uh, ordering uh, takeout, right? Like, uh, what are you going to have? Uh, for dinner, if you're not going to cook, no one's going to cook, um, so you're going to order takeout. So in our household, one popular, popularly requested item, let's say, is pizza, right? And you get the feeling that maybe pizza is not going to be popular in a given night. And you know, like, oh, you know, if you ask, um, oh, what do you think about having pizza? You're probably going to get a negative answer. Well, one way to ask in maybe a bit more novel way is to say something a little bit silly, a little bit funny, like, hey, you know what would be really great for dinner tonight? How about some salad with a side of pizza, right? We can get a huge salad with a tiny side of pizza and see how that goes. I mean, I can guarantee you not many people have actually been asked that question before. Actually, I just thought about that uh, tonight when I was uh, about to record this episode. So something like that can actually get you a little bit further than you would have if you just asked in the typical way, oh, you know, I feel like pizza, how about Italian tonight? And you may get the same no that you expected to get or that you've gotten uh, in previous occasions where you can kind of tell the other people in your household aren't really going to feel crazy about pizza on a given night. And it's the same thing from a leadership and executive presence standpoint. There may be a training that you want to go to. There may be uh, a person you need to hire. There may be a budget item, a piece of software, uh, or a team building activity. 
and you ask and you ask and time after time after time you keep getting the same big N O, right? So you don't really expect to get a different answer, right? Maybe you're praying and hoping, you know, if you're religious, um, but you don't really expect to get a different answer after a while. And you ask the same way every time. So one thing to consider is maybe if you try asking in a different way, a novel way, a different approach, you may get initially a better response. And maybe that can give you just the space you need to persuade, to go in there a little bit more and actually get the support you need for the thing that you want. So it can be a great way to learn from our friendly spammers when they have a novel headline, a novel approach, a novel take. It can really capture your attention. It can make you curious. Um, it can actually create a connection. So what I'd love for you to do, uh, try today, is try asking someone something that you normally ask them, but do it in a totally different way. It can be wacky. You can just switch the order of things. Whatever you think is appropriate for that person in relationship. And it's not about the success of the thing, right? It's not about whether you get the thing or not. It's about the shift and the difference in the reaction. So pay attention, right? Pay attention to any differences in the way they're responding to you because you had a novel way of asking. And would love to hear from you how it goes. Let me know at joe at connectioncounselor.com or hit me up on LinkedIn and leave me a message. Well, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I often get asked, why did you create the Thrive Guide for High Potential Underrepresented Professionals? It all started out with one unanswered question. How do you thrive in environments where your advancement is still considered an anomaly? I know far too many talented, ambitious, and devoted professionals whose efforts to climb the corporate ladder were met with resistance, broken promises, and sometimes outright sabotage. As I looked for guidance to meet this challenge, there wasn't much out there other than the generic you have to be better and work harder than everyone else. While I see some wisdom in this, it ignores the damage that this double standard wreaks on your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. It also doesn't provide any specific strategies on how to handle the daily challenges, such as microaggressions, that create extra drag on your performance. 
I began to explore this for myself when a few pages of notes turned into 33 lessons, 2.5 hours, and a lot of video editing. The final result was the Thrive Guide with its seven strategies to thrive. Each strategy is designed to address challenges that are rooted in societal, institutional, and personal expectations for groups that have not been, and largely still are not, prevalent in leadership positions. If you refuse to have artificial limits placed on your advancement, but continue to be met with resistance, then this Thrive Guide is for you. Available now on Udemy.com. Let's get thriving. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Spam Week, episode 239, and today we're going to talk about uh, a type of person I like to call the script monger. So perhaps you've been on a phone call with a person like this or a meeting with a person like this where it feels like they're actually just going along a checklist and talking to you based on a script. It, there's a very subtle, well, sometimes not so subtle. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.